How's everybody doing? Happy Sunday, December the 26th, 2021. It's about 6.47 p.m. Hope everyone is feeling good, rested, ready for the new year. Well, I found this information on Stanford University's website. They have a library with Dr. Martin Luther King's essays, some of his uh, work that he did for his doctoral thesis, doctoral dissertation, I have to find it. Is this the first page? There's so much information up there. Oh, this is the last page here. There's so many pages, and this is not all of it. This is mostly part of his dissertation. The Martin Luther King Jr. Research and Education Institute, Stanford University. The URL is kinginstitute.stanford. Better highlight this one and Okay, it's a screenshot, so I can't get it to highlight. But it looks like it's HTTPS colon forward slash slash K-I-N-G-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E dot Stanford dot E-D-U and this is a screenshot, so I can't get the URL to slide over to see what the rest of the URL says. But if you, I just put Stanford University dot edu in there, forward slash Dr. Martin L. King Jr. and Enough information comes up. But this says, wait, says the influence of the mystery religions on Christianity. Martin Luther King Jr. Crozier, Crozier Theological Seminary, C R O C E R. November 29th, 1949 to February 15, 
location, Chester, Pennsylvania. That's the title page. It's a essay. Now, this is what the details section says, and this stuff is sort of long and windy, so we may not need to, for the purposes of this podcast, we may not need to put all of it on this, on this uh, episode session. The, the details say, quote, King wrote this paper for the course Development of Christian Ideas taught by Davis. The essay examines how Christianity developed as a distinct religion with a set of central tenets and how it was influenced by those pagan religions it assimilated. King repeats material from an earlier paper, quote, A Study of Mithraism, that's M-I-T-H-R-A-I-S-M, A Study of Mithraism. Now, I, sorry, I can't give you more about that. That was in one of our religious study classes at USC back in the covered wagon day, so I don't recall anything about it. A study of Mithraism, but he extends the discussion here to the influence of other mystery religions. Davis Davis gave the essay an A. Wow, he got an A on his essay. Stating, quote, this is very good. And I am glad to have your conclusion. It is not so much that Christianity was influenced by the mystery cults or borrowed from them, but that in the Maybe I need another page. May not go to the next page. Sorry, I got part of that page, not all of it. It is not so much that Christianity was influenced by the mystery cults or borrowed from them, but that in the long process of history, this religion 
developed. It, Christianity, is the expression of the longing of people for light, truth, salvation, security. Imagine that a professor not putting the word hand or in that sequence. Hmm. Quote, that is, with this study you have made, we see the philosophy both of religion and history underneath all expression whether words, creeds, cults, ceremonies, is the spiritual order. The ever-living search of men for higher life, a fuller life, more abundant, satisfying life. Quote, that is essential. Never stop with the external, which may seem like borrowing, but recognize there is the perennial struggle for truth, fuller life itself. So through experience, knowledge as through other forms the outer manifestations of religion change sorry I have to go to the next to go back and forth to my uh, desktop to bring up the next screenshot of the so through experience, knowledge, as through other forms, the outer manifestations of religion change. The inner spiritual continues ever. I didn't read this before, so I'm sort of in a spell, spellbound by this this uh, thesis. In quote, the Greco-Roman world in which the early church developed was one of diverse religions. The conditions of that era made it possible for these religions to sweep like a tidal wave over the ancient world. The people of that age were eager and zealous 
in their search for religious experience. The existence of this atmosphere was vitally important in the development and eventual triumph of Christianity. These many religions known as mystery religions were not alike in every aspect. To draw this conclusion would lead to a gratuitous and erroneous supposition. They covered an enormous range and manifested a great diversity in character and maybe sorry guys I'm trying to figure out how to to get some of this unnecessary writing off of the page. Maybe if I shrink it. Diversity in character and. No, I have to go to the desktop again. To the next page. Would lead to. Would lead to a gratuitous and erroneous supposition. They covered an enormous range and manifested a great diversity in character and outlook. Quote, from Orphism to Gnosticism, from the orgies of the Kabira, C-A-B-I-R-A, sorry, C-A-B-I-R-A, from Orphism to Gnosticism, from the orgies of the Kabira to the fervors of the Hermetic Contemplative. Close quote. Angus, A-N-G-U-S. Angus, the mystery religions and Christianity. Page seven. Okay, sorry, that's the footnote. <coughs> that's the footnote. Angus, the mystery religions in Christianity, page 7. However, it is to be noticed that these mysteries possessed many fundamental likenesses. One, all held. That the initiate shared in symbolic 
parentheses, Sacramento, close parentheses, fashioned the experiences of the God, little g, to all had secret rites for the initiated. Three, all offered mystical cleansing from sin. Four, all promised a happy future life for the faithful. And the footnote says, Enslin, E-N-S-L-I-N, Christian Beginnings, pages 187 and 188. It is not at all surprising in view of the wide and growing influence of these religions that I'll go to the next page. <laughs> oh well it's um online if you need to read it without all these pauses I have to make. It is not all surprising in view of the wide and growing influence of these religions that when the disciples in Antioch and elsewhere preached a crucified and risen Jesus, they should be regarded as the heralds of another mystery religion and that Jesus himself should be taken for the divine Lord of the cult through whose death and resurrection salvation was to be had. That there were striking similarities between the developing church and these religions cannot be denied. Even Christian apologists had to admit, admit, A-D-M-I-T, even Christian apologists had to admit that fact. Christianity triumphed over these mystery religions after long conflict, this triumph may be attributed in part to the fact that Christianity took from its opponents their own weapons and used them, the better elements, used them semicolon, the better elements of the mystery religions were transferred to, I'll go to the next page, 
I'm going to transfer to lost the line. Use them. The better elements of the mystery religions were transferred to the new religion. Quote, as the religious history of the empire is studied more closely, close quote, writes Cumont C. U M O N T Cumont Quote The triumph of the church will, in our opinion, appear more and more as the culmination of a long evolution of beliefs. Yes. Clearly that I'm opening a parenthesis to say clearly that's obvious today. Um, I had this conversation on Christmas with a close friend. And we were saying there's a long through line that runs through many of the Abrahamic religions all the way back through antiquity all the way forward through into modernity right now today and it's going to keep going so close my parentheses and keep going I lost my place <laughs> okay um, in the triumph of the church will in our opinion appear more and more as the culmination of a long evolution of beliefs, we can understand the Christianity of the 5th century with its greatness and weakness, its spiritual exaltation and its puerile superstitions. That's P-U-E-R. I-L-E. Sorry, I can't define it. I don't have a clue what it means. Puerile superstitions. If we know the moral antecedents of the world in which it developed. Close quote. And the footnote. C-U-M-O-N-T. Cumont. Oriental Religions in Roman Paganism, page 24. Continuing, the victory of Christianity in the Roman Empire is another example of that universal historical law vis-a-vis that that culture which conquers is in turn conquered. This universal law is especially true of religion. It is inevitable when a new religion comes. 
Time for another page. Especially true of religion. It is inevitable when a new religion comes to exist side by side with a group of religions from which it is continually detaching members, introducing them into its own myths, M-I-D-S-T, myths, with the practices of their original religions impressed upon their minds that this new religion should tend to assimilate with the assimilation of their members some of the elements of these existing religions. I'll read it again. I'm sure you all got it, but <laughs> it, I'm not the fastest learner, but once I get it, I I, I can hang on to it for a while. <laughs> but I have to make sure I, I understand it because, uh-oh, when you read a lot, the ideals can get sort of jumbled together. Okay, especially true of religion. It is inevitable when a new religion comes to exist side by side with a group of religions from which it is continually detaching members, introducing them into its own myths with the practices of their original religions impressed upon their minds that this new religion should tend to assimilate with the assimilation of their members some of the elements of these existing religions. Quote, the more crusading a religion is, the more it absorb, I'm sorry, the more crusading a religion is, the more it absorbs, A-B-S-O-R-B-S, close quote. The more crusading a religion is, the more it abs absorbs, close quote. Certainly Christianity has been a crusading religion from the beginning. It is because of this crusading spirit and its superb power of adaptability that Christianity has been able to survive. Interesting. To say the least, interesting. The Dr. King wrote this. <laughs> and you know, people just ignore ignore this type of information. Okay, continuing. It is at this point that we are able to see 
wide knowledge of the mystery religions is important for any serious next page oh it is at this point that we are able to see why knowledge of the mystery religions is important for any serious study of the Christianity I'm sorry serious study of the history of Christianity it is well nigh impossible to grasp Christianity through and through without knowledge of these cults C-U-L-T-S cults it must be remembered as implied above that Christianity was not a sudden and miraculous transformation springing forth full grown as Athene sprang from the head of Zeus but it is a composite of slow and laborious growth. Therefore, it is necessary to study the historical and social factors that contributed to the growth of Christianity in speaking of the indispensability of knowledge of these cults as requisite for any serious study of Christianity, Dr. Angus says, quote, as an important background to early Christianity and as the chief medium of a looks like sacramental sacramentarianism in the West there next page quote as an important background to early Christianity and as the chief medium of sacramentarianism to the West they cannot be neglected for to fail to recognize the moral and spiritual values of Hellenistic Oriental paganism is to misunderstand the early Christian centuries and to do injustice to the victory of Christianity. Moreover, much from the mysteries has persisted in various modern phases, P-H-A-S-E-S, various modern phases of thought and practice. Close quote.
would note Angus, the Mystery Religions and Christianity, page 8. Continuing, this is not to say that the early Christians sat down and copied these views verbatim, but after being in contact with these surrounding religions and hearing certain doctrines expressed, it was only natural for some of these views to become a part of their subconscious minds when they, next page, oh, so many, <laughs> contact with their sub, with their surrounding religions and hearing certain doctrines expressed. It was only natural for some of these views to become a part of their subconscious minds when they sat down to write, they were expressing consciously that which had dwelled in their subconscious minds. It is also significant to know that Roman tolerance had favored this great syncretism of religious ideas. Borrowing was not only natural, but inevitable. And I'll open a parenthesis and say it was re required or expected, given their political climate and atmosphere. That's just my two cents. If they expected a foreign government to rubber stamp their true, unadulterated religious beliefs. Uh, that wasn't going to happen under a Roman, Greco-Roman, Hellenistic, Orient, Oriental uh, religious system that was not friendly toward Christianity, as a matter of fact. As I recall from Fox's books, book of martyrs, this is me speaking. This is not in Dr. King's uh, dissertation. I'm speaking for myself. I remember reading in Fox's book of martyrs. It's huge, but I found a paperback version one time. And I remember reading about how the Roman, uh, in the Roman Colosseum, how the um, Christians that had been held in prison were put in the Colosseum in the arena for entertainment. They were put in the arena and the lions, many lions would be let loose to finish them off 
that's a nice way to say it. So that would let you know right there. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. I'll close my parentheses for now. Going back to this uh, that Dr. King wrote. Um, 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 um. It is also significant to know that Roman tolerance had favored this great syncretism, syncretism, or merging of religious ideals. Borrowing was not only natural but inevitable. The present study represents an attempt to provide a survey of the influence of the mystery religions on Christianity in order to give a comprehensive picture of this subject I will discuss five of the most popular of these religions separately rather than to view them en masse as a single great religious system the latter method is apt to neglect the distinctive next page single great religious system the latter method is apt to neglect the distinctive contribution of each cult to the religious life of the age and at the same time to attribute to a given cult phases of some other system. However, in the conclusion, I will attempt to give those fundamental aspects characteristic of all the cults that greatly influenced Christianity. Okay, now some of these names and words I've never heard before. And I was just a very young child when Dr. King was an adult and I would still listen on television at at some of his speeches trying to understand what he was saying. And I still don't understand. (laughs) As As an adult, I still don't understand everything. He was just a very talented, intellectual man. Okay, here we go again. The influence of the cult of C-Y-B-E-L-E. The cult of Sibele and Attis, A-T-T-I-S. The first oriental religion to invade the West was the cult of the great mother of the gods, K 
capital G gods, the divine personage in whom this cult centered was the Magna Mater Duum, M-A-G-N-A, Magna Mater, M-A-T-E-R, Deum, D-E-U-M, the divine personage in whom this cult centered was the Magna Mater Deum, who was conceived as the source of all life as well as the personification of all the powers of nature. Who was conceived as the source of all life as well as the personification <clears throat> of all the powers of nature. Footnote <coughs> Willoughby W I L L O U G H B Y Excuse me Willoughby Pagan Regeneration Page one fourteen Footnote seven She was the quote great mother close quote Next page Willoughby Pagan Regeneration underscore that's the book Pagan Regeneration page one fourteen footnote seven She was the great mother not only quote of all the gods close quote but of all men as well quote the winds, the sea, the earth, and the snowy seat of Olympus, Olympus, are hers. And when from her mountains she ascends into the great heavens, the son of Cronus, C-R-O-N-U-S, the son of Cronus himself gives way before her. And in like manner do also the other immortal, blessed, honor the dread goddess. Close quote. Footnote. Quoted in Willoughby's Pagan Regeneration. Page 115. Footnote 9, continuing, at an early date, there was associated with C-Y-B-E-L-E, Cybele, the Great Mother, a hero divinity called Attic. A-T-T-I-C. At an early date, there was associated with Sibele, the great mother, a her hero, 
he wrote divinity called Attic, who personified the life of the vegetable world, vegetable world, particularly around these two divinities, there grew up a, quote, confused tangle of myths, close quote, in explanation of their halt rites. <laughs> Various writers gave different versions of this Cybele at Smith. Next page. Tangle of myths in explanation of their cult rites. Various writers gave different versions of the Sibele Attis myth. However, these specific differences need not concern us. For the most part, significant aspects are common in all the various versions. We are concerned at this point with showing how this religion influenced the thought of early Christian. Excuse me. We are concerned at this point with showing how this religion influenced the thought of early Christianity. <clears throat> okay. Time to do something about this dry throat. We'll take a break and come back. How's everybody doing? Y'all have a ebbly ebbly blue at, at Christmas over here without you. Oh, if you feel so ebbly ebbly blue, it'll be just thinking a bee, a bee, a bee about you. It'll be decorations of really red on a gray green. Christmas up 
everybody doing welcome back you're so welcome in okay I threw together a vegan slash fill in the blank vegetable chocolates pumpkin squash corn Vegan corn mix, uh, pineapple juice, water, threw it together in a pan, and it surprisingly, it tastes good. Threw some um, plantain chips, plantain is a cousin of a banana, plantain chips on the side. Oh, that's good eating. All it really needs to make it a vegetarian meal is maybe some uh, curry, maybe some uh, garbanzo beans or chickpeas. It's called the same thing. Maybe some potato. This is a lot of things you could put in there. It does need some green vegetables, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to mess it up. Um, I just wanted that sweet taste of chocolate without all the guilt. <laughs> so I threw in the vegetables, <laughs> but it tastes good. Mm-hmm. It really tastes good. Dark chocolate at that. Oh my god, it's so good. Ooh. Mm -mm -mm. Alrighty. Oh, and I needed to shout out um Tiger 180 from the Do Better podcast by Tiger 180 on Anchor and Spotify and other streaming platforms get wetter get wet better he's under the weather he tested positive for COVID-19 yesterday morning and he had to spend Christmas in quarantine he couldn't spend it with um with our family so <laughs> poor guy <laughs> He's texting me from his his bunker. Auntie, I'm in quarantine. <laughs> All I could do is send hearts and kisses and hugs in a text and a long list of things that is working for me, spraying my my nostrils, gargling. Uh, keeping the insides of my eyelids 
moist with ointment and just little things that I can do, wash all the time, <laughs> you know, stay hydrated, all that, to keep the viral load as low as possible. Because <clears throat> we all have the virus, but when the load gets so high that we're shedding, then we're going to test positive. Even some doctors say that even after 10 days of quarantine, say three weeks out of out from the 10-day quarantine, the PCR and the a test is so sensitive, it will pick up the slightest, the slightest bit of virus. And we will continue to get false positives on our test for weeks. So I hope Tiger 180 is feeling better. And if you're listening, I'll keep in touch with you to make sure you're getting better. All right. Um, we stopped with uh, Dr. King's Dr. King's dissertation or part of his dissertation <clears throat> triangle of myths in explanation of their cult rights various various writers gave different versions of the Sibele Atis myth However, these specific differences need not concern us for the most significant aspects are common in all the various versions. We are concerned at this point with showing how this religion influenced the thought of early Christians. Attis was the good shepherd, the son of Sibele, the great mother who gave birth to him without union with mortal man. As in the story of the Virgin Mary, <coughs> Excuse me. According to the myth, Attis died, either slain by another or by his own hand. At the death of Attis, Sibele mourned vehemently until he arose to life again in the springtime. The central theme of the myth 
was the triumph of the central theme of the myth was the triumph of Attis over death and the participant in the rites of the cult undoubtedly next page <laughs> theme of the myth was the triumph of Attis over death and the participant in the rites of the cult undoubtedly believed that his attachment to the victorious deity would ensure a similar triumph in his life. It is evident that in Rome, there was a festival celebrating the death and resurrection of Attis. This celebration was held annually from March 22nd to the 25th. Footnote, Frazier, the book Adonis Attis Osiris, page 166. The influence of this religion on Christianity is shown by the fact that in Phrygia, Gaul, G-A-U-L, Phrygia, P-H-R-Y-G-I-A, Phrygia, Gaul, Italy, and other countries where Attis worship was powerful. <clears throat> the Christians adapted the actual date, March 25th, as the anniversary of our Lord's Passion. Footnote, page 199. Again, we may Notice that at this time, Attis Festival on March 22nd, an effigy of the gods, small g, an effigy of the god was fastened to the trunk of, next page, Again, we may notice that at this time, correction, again, we may notice that at this same Attis festival on 
March 22nd, an effigy of the god was fastened to the trunk of a pine tree. Attis, thus being, quote, slain and hanged on a tree, close quote. This effigy was later buried in a tomb. On March 24th, known as the Day of Blood, the high priest impersonating Attic drew blood from him arm should be his arm from his arm and offered it up in place of the blood of a human sacrifice thus as it were sacrificing himself it is this fact that immediately brings to mind the words in the epistle to the Hebrews, quote, But Christ being come a high priest, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood obtained eternal redemption for us. Close quote, footnote, Hebrew 9 and 11, and verse 12. Okay, I hope Tiger 180 is listening, and I hope you're using the um, pineapple juice and the fruit to fight off infections, fight off inflammation that might lead to infection. Because you know you don't need that to happen again. He's a walking miracle. He nearly didn't make it one time. He was septic and unable to really do much for himself a few years ago. But by some miracle, he's going strong now. So, I need to shout out uh, and thank President Obama and his family. For the lovely gift, Christmas gift. <laughs> oh my goodness, the cutest little gift anybody could ever see. It's um a photo 
I'll figure out how I can post it on the podcast so everybody can see cute little Sunny. I think that's the second dog they bought. Portuguese water polo or maybe I got it confused with the other dog. This is the cutest dog in his Santa hat by the tree. Trees decorated, but he's the cutest little gift anyone could could receive. So I hope they hope and wish that the entire world had a peaceful, safe holidays yesterday and all days coming. We deserve that. That's not much to ask for. Okay, we're going back to Dr. Martin Luther King's writings, dissertation, essays, and all that that Stanford University now has in a library online for the public to read. We made it down to Hebrew 9, 11, 12. Now to get back to the festival that night, the priests continuing. Now to get back to the festival that night. Oops, it this page. That night, the priests went back to the tomb and found it empty. The God, small g, having risen on the third day from the dead and on the 25th, the resurrection was we have to go back to the desktop, get another page. Sorry. Okay. Here's a long, long lines and rows of pages that I downloaded from, from Stanford.edu. StanfordUniversity.edu. Okay, continuing, found it empty, the God having risen on the third day from the dead, and on the 25th, the resurrection was celebrated with great rejoicing. During this great celebration, a sacramental mill of some kind was taken and initiates were baptized with blood that's what it says baptized with blood whereby their sins were washed away and they were said to be quote born again close quote 
footnote. Wegal, W-E-I-G-A-L-L. The book, The Paganism in Our Christianity by Wegal, pages 116 and 117. Continuing, there can hardly be any doubt of the fact that these ceremonies and beliefs strongly colored the interpretation placed by the first Christians upon the life and death of the historic Jesus Moreover, quote, the merging of the worship of Attis into that of Jesus was effected without interruption for these pagan ceremonies were enacted in a sanctuary on the Vatican Hill, which was afterward taken over by the Christians. Oh, man, we got to go to the next page. That's a bombshell right there. Oh, my. Oh, see what you get when you... <laughs> when you search... When you search the archives, you see what you get. When you study and not just read and argue from about something that you haven't really studied. Oh my goodness. Mm-mm. Well, I digress. Let's get back. Continuing sanctuary on the Vatican Hill, which was afterwards taken over by the Christians and the Mother Church of St. Peter now stands upon the very spot. Close quote. This is something. Okay. Continuing the influence of Adonis. Another popular religion which influenced the thought of early Christians was the worship of Adonis. A-D-O-N-I-S. As is commonly known, Antioch was one of the earliest seats of Christianity. It was in this city that there was celebrated each year the death and resurrection of the god, small g, Adonis. Wow. 
This faith had always exerted its influence on Jewish thought, so much so that the prophet Ezekiel, Ezekiel 8 and 4, found it necessary to scold the women of Jerusalem for weeping for the dead Tammuz, a.k.a. Adonis, at the very gate of the temple. <sighs> wow. Bombshell. When we come to Christian thought, the influence seems... Okay, we need another page. Whoa, I gotta tighten my seatbelt. The dead Tammuz, T-A-M-M-U-Z, a.k.a. Adonis, at the very gate of the temple, when we come to Christian thought, the influence seems even greater for even the place at Bethlehem, selected by the early Christians as the scene of the birth of Jesus, was none other than an early shrine of this pagan god, small g a fact that led many to confuse Adonis with Jesus Christ. Wow. In a footnote in Weagle's book on page 110, footnote 15, continuing. It was believed that this god, small g, suffered a cruel death after which he descended into hell, rose again, and then ascended into heaven. Each following year, there was a great festival in commemoration of his resurrection. And the very words, the quote, the Lord is risen, the Lord is risen, close quote, were probably used. The festival ended with the celebration of his Ascension in the sight of his worshipers. Needless to say that this story of the okay, go back to the desktop to the next page. The celebration of his ascension 
in the sight of his worshipers. Needless to say that this story of the death and resurrection of Adonis is quite similar to the Christian story of the death and resurrection of Christ. This coincidence had led many critics to suppose that the story of the burial and resurrection of Jesus is simply a myth borrowed from this pagan religion. Whether these critics are right in their interpretation or not still remains a moot question. However, when we come to the idea of Jesus' descent into hell, it seems that we have a direct borrow from the Adonis religion and, in fact, from other religions also. Both the Apostles' Creed and the Athanasian Creed say that between the Friday night and Sunday morning, Jesus was in Hades, another word for hell. Now this idea has no scriptural foundation. Next page. Between the Friday night and Saturday morning, Jesus was in Hades. That's the, I want to say that's the Jewish, the Jewish word for hell. Jewish or either Greek, Greek word from the Septuagint. But I think it's the Jewish word. Now this idea has no scriptural foundation. He's saying it's not in the Bible. <laughs> now this idea has no scriptural foundation except in those difficult passages in the first epistle of Peter. First Peter 3, 3 and 19 through 4 and 16. 1 Peter 3 and 19 through 4 and 16, which many scholars have designated as the most ambiguous passages of the New Testament. In fact, the idea had not, correction, in fact, the idea did not appear in the church as a tenet of Christianity until late in the 4th century. Wagle's book, page 113, footnote. Such, continuing, such facts 
<coughs> Excuse me. Continuing with Dr. King's dissertation. Such facts led almost inevitably to the view that this idea had a pagan origin since it appears not only in the legend of Adonis, but also in those of Heraclius, H-E-R-A-K-L-E-S. Dionysus, D-I-O-N-Y-S-E-S. Orpheus, O-R-P-H-E-U-S. Osiris, O-S-I-R-I-S. Hermes, H-E-R-M-E-S. Balder, B-A-L-D-E-R. And other deities. That's what it says. I'm not making it up. The influence of Osiris and Isis. The Egyptian mysteries of Isis and Osiris. Next page. <laughs> The Egyptian mysteries of Isis and Osiris exerted considerable influence upon early Christianity. These two great Egyptian deities, whose worship passed into Europe, were revered not only in Rome but in many other centers where Christian communities were growing up. Osiris. <clears throat> Osiris and Isis. So the legend runs, were at one and the same time, brother and sister, husband and wife. But Osiris was murdered, his coffined body being thrown into the Nile River, and shortly af afterwards, the widowed and exiled Isis gave birth to a son, Horus, H-O-R-U-S. Meanwhile, the coffin was washed up on the Syrian coast and became miraculously lodged in the trunk of a tree. This tree afterwards chanced to be cut down and made into a pillar in the palace at Byblos. And there Isis at length found it after recovering Osiris's dismembered body, Isis restored him to life and installed. Next page. 
and there Isis at length found it. After recovering Osiris's dismembered body, Isis restored him to life and installed him as king in the netherworld. Meanwhile, Horus, having grown to manhood, reigned on earth, later becoming the third person of this great Egyptian trinity. And he's, Dr. King is giving more footnotes and citations and pages. I'm going to skip over them. In the records of both Herodotus and Plutarch, that's P-L-U-T-A-R-C-H, Plutarch, Herodotus, H-E-R-O-D-O-T-U-S. In the records of both Herodotus or Herodotus and Plutarch, we find that there was a festival held each year in Egypt celebrating the resurrection of Osiris. While Herodotus fails to give a date for this festival, Plutarch says that it lasted four days giving the date as the 17th day of the Egyptian month Hathor, H-A-T-H-O-R, Hathor, which according to the Alexandrian calendar used by him correspond to November 3rd, 13th, other Egyptian records speak of, let's go to the next page, <clears throat> other Egyptian records speak of another feast in honor of all the dead, when such lamps were lit, which was held about November 8th. It is interesting that the Christian Feast of All Souls in honor of the dead likewise falls at the beginning of November and in many countries lamps and candles are burned all night on that occasion. There seems little doubt that this custom was identical with the Egyptian festival, the festival of all saints, which is held one day before that of all souls, is also probably identical with it in origin. This still stands as a festival 
in the Christian calendar, and thus Christians unconsciously perpetuate the worship of Osiris in modern times. I didn't make this up. I didn't make it up. Well, we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Be Continued.
the night into the little land. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little land. Do you see what I see? A star, a star dancing. The tail as big as a cart, with a tail as big as a cart. Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy, Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky. Shepherd boy, do you hear what I hear? A song, a song, high above the trees with a voice as big as the sea, with a voice as big as the sea. The king to the people everywhere. Listen to what I say. Pray for peace, people everywhere. Listen to what I say. The
Every day.